All right, we're going to keep this thing going. We're going to be talking about the guns you like and the guns that I hate right here. So all you podcasters, hang on. Here's more gun talk. Welcome to Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, where there's more to talk about than shooting. There's reloading and hunting and self-defense, too. Yeah, but it's fun just to talk about the gun stuff, too. I'll tell you what. Uh, big guns, little guns, doesn't matter. If it's shotguns, rifles, handguns, we'll talk about it here. If there's something on your mind, if you're thinking about buying a gun, give us a holler. If you hate guns, give us a holler. Seriously. Really. I'm not going to beat you up. We're going to be civil to you, okay? I mean, we, we occasionally have people who call in who don't like guns, who think that guns are bad. People who own guns are bad. That's okay. You will have the floor. And it always surprises folks if they call in and they don't like guns or they support Barack Obama and they say, well, you guys are crazy. He's not going to do anything about guns. Well, I say, well, don't be in a hurry. You're not going to get cut off. You're not going to get shouted down. You're going to have your say. It's uh, it's interesting, the reaction. It's kind of like they go, oh, I didn't think that was going to happen. So if you want to call us, just write down the number, 866-TALK-GUNS, one, or just dial one Tom Talk Guns, and that'll get you here. George did that. He's on line three, calling out of Washingtonville, New York. George, did I get that town right? Yeah, you're right. It's Washingtonville, New York. Actually, it's where the Purple Heart uh, Museum is, and... Uh we also have the last atonement of the uh, the Army for the Revolutionary War, and uh, Orange County Choppers is here. <laughs> well, that's pretty interesting. That's quite the collection. So, what's on your yeah. mind today? Well, I, got, I I've got a problem. I don't think I'll get a lot of sympathy from a lot of people about it, but the um, I, I was what they call a Grand Slam Prize winner for the uh, New York State Friends of the NRA dinner, which means I won one each of everything that they. Uh, normally have their standard packages. Oh, and, let, let uh, me let me guess. Let, let me guess. And anytime you tell a friend about that, the first thing they say is USOB. Well, yeah, just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they laugh and say, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, so I got a, one of the things I won was a, uh, a Savage in uh, 22250 camo, scope, and everything. Okay. Now, now, I want to do some reloading. I have a uh, Dillon 550 and everything. Uh-huh. But my, my, my qu- problem is I, only, I can only do, I only can afford reloading for one cartridge. Unfortunately, last year, or fortunately last year, at a Friends of the NRA dinner, I also won a Remington 700 in 204 Ruger. Ooh. So you, wait a minute well, now. So now you have a Savage in 22250. And you have a Remington 700 chambered for the 204 Ruger. And I got I got to pick which one I should try to do reloading for. Well, I guess the question is, which one do you want to shoot? Um, huh? I'm going to shoot both of them. <laughs> well, you know, you probably understand both of them. They have similar ballistics. Right. Uh, the 204 has a little less recoil, shoots pretty flat. The 22250 is one of the great all-time varmint cartridges, you know, ever created, and you can shoot anything from 40 grain bullets up to you know 60 and even heavier bullets. And the 22250 is a great 
cartridge. The problem is they are so similar, it's going to be real difficult for you to choose between the two. Well, I mean, that, and that was why I was calling, calling you a great guru, because, I mean, the only thing I can think of is the 22250 just has a lot more, a uh, lot of different weight bullets that I can, uh, it does. From a reload, from a reloading standpoint, just talk about the reloading now. You will have a lot more flexibility available in the 22250 because just as you said, there are a lot more different types of bullets, different weight bullets, different design bullets. There are not that many 20 caliber bullets out there. So having said that, and let me ask you this. Have you shot both guns yet? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I was holding off on the 22250. Well, I just won a couple of weeks ago, so yeah. and I got I got so many other guns I have to try. I just you haven't poor to poor yet. thing there. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to join in with all your buddies. USOB. <laughs> I, I only won. I won the three rifles, the two handguns. One of them was a Kimber uh, uh, and a 45, and then I won a, uh, two shotguns, which one of them was a Weatherby 12 gauge over and under. So that brings my total of guns won either at Friends of the NRA or our local Orange County dinners over the past 10 or 12 years to 16. Well, it's the, you know what? And you're a great example of people say, well, why would I go to one of those? Well, for number one, it's a good cause. You need to spend the money to contribute. But number two, there's a real good chance you could win something at these things, especially, well, I, I tell people, uh, especially I'm, if you're going to a one that's kind of out of the way and may not be so heavily attended, you got a good chance of winning stuff. Right, and I've won all, you know, best and, I, I've won ammo. I've just won tons of different things. Uh, turkey vest. I just, you know, it's almost, it's, you know, Man. I don't win every time. And, yeah, I do buy a lot of tickets. But, you know, yeah, there they're a lot of fun. And it's definitely worthwhile. And I just, as a matter of fact, I just moved up my uh, membership to a benefactor. So right, Here's my suggestion. Because you're interested in the reloading, I'm going to suggest you go with the 22250 for a couple of reasons. One is the bullets. The other is you need to have the chance to really ring out that uh, Savage rifle. They are making great rifles now, and the, that AccuTrigger is delightful that's on there. I think you're really going to enjoy that gun. So I would say go the 22250, but don't get rid of your 204 Ruger either. Oh, no, no, definitely. I'm, I'm keeping that. So Thanks a lot, and thanks for all the uh, hard work you're doing. And, and you know, uh, I live in New York State, so I don't know exactly what's going to happen over the next couple of months. But we all have to pull together, and, and I just can't, you know, it's very hard for me to understand these people that are such perfectionists. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it's, you know, nobody's perfect, not the members of your family, not your friends. you kind of got to take what you get. And just because the NRA isn't perfect doesn't mean you don't support them. I say support all of them. NRA, Second Amendment Foundation, Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership, Gun Owners of America, Pink Pistols, and any other group that you can find, because we all better hang together or we surely will hang separately. 866-TALK-GUNS. John, how in the world are you breaking those targets so far out? I have a secret. I'm using custom loads I made on my mech loader. Custom loads? Yep. I could tailor the shot shell for the use. On these, I have long-range shells, but I often use the light recoil loads. They're comfortable, and they break targets every time. You load your own custom ammo? Sure. Even steel shot. And you can, too. Check it out at mechreloaders.com. They have all the info. Mechreloaders.com, huh? I'll do it. 
To hit the target, you have to see the sights, right? Well, standard handgun sights were designed for target shooters. Well, that's great when you have plenty of time. But if you use your handgun for action shooting games or for personal protection, you need sights that are fast. That's the idea behind XS Sights 24-7 Express Sights. They look like the sights on dangerous game rifles, and they work the same way. A glowing front sight automatically leaps into the shallow V rear sight, which features a tritium glow-in-the-dark insert. Just bring the gun up, and the sights seem to find the target on their own. Available for most handgun models, the 24-7 Express Sights can make almost any shooter faster. Whether you're shooting in full light, half light, or low light, you'll see these sights and you'll be on target fast. See for yourself at XSSites.com. That's XSSites.com or call 888-744-4880 for a free catalog. And tell them Tom Gresham sent you. Built for them, built for you is more than a slogan. 70% of the small arms used by the U.S. military carry the FN brand. They've been driving firearms innovation for more than 150 years. The same precision is designed into FNH USA's line of handguns, tactical shotguns, long-range precision rifles, tactical systems, carbines, ammunition, and accessories. Built for them, built for you. Check out the FNH USA line or find a dealer near you at FNHUSA.com. If you want to shoot better or help someone get into shooting, check out GunTalkTV.com. This is Tom Gresham. For firearms basics as well as advanced instruction, you don't have to leave home. It's called Gun Talk TV, and it's firearms video instruction online at GunTalkTV.com. That's GunTalkTV.com. You'll find all kinds of instruction, plus lots of gun safety video at GunTalkTV.com. Hey, want to get that huge Brownells catalog for free? Now you can get this source for parts, cleaning products, gunsmith supplies, and tools for just a phone call. Brownells is famous for selection, service, and satisfaction. Tell them you heard about it on Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, and they'll send it to you for free. Call 1-800-741-0015. 1-800-741-0015. 1-800-741-0015. The Brownells catalog for free. 1-800-741-0015. All right, welcome back to Gun Talk. Tom Gresham here, 866-TALK-GUNS. Let's see, let's go to line four. Jonathan's with us out of uh, Kingwood, Texas. Hello, Jonathan. Hey, Tom. Uh, look, I've, I've got a uh, Kimber uh, Tactical Custom 2 that's been gold for me. But I, I've read and heard an awful lot about uh, Kimber's maybe quality uh, going downhill. Um, How long have you had your gun? Uh, let's see. I've had mine for about uh, four or five years now, and mm-hmm. I've shot the heck out of it, and I love it. It's been really reliable for me. Mine even has the uh, external extractor that was much maligned, and um, I well, have any reliability. It, interesting you should mention that. Um, you have a feature that was much maligned online, um, and now you're hearing things, my guess is, online. Um, how do you say this? A lot of people online are idiots. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Um, 
you know, I mean, give me a break. Uh, yeah. If, if you're the biggest maker of 1911s in the world, and Kimber is, are you going to occasionally make a gun that has a problem? Yes, you are. Um, and with the Internet, if you have a gun that has a problem, you have the ability to scream up and down, jump up and down and tell everybody and say, this is terrible. Well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, some stuff. I guess here's my question for you. Who's saying this and, you know, how much credence are you giving it? Given yeah, given it, your it, experience, it's basically people in internet gun boards, uh, yeah, the firing line and um, yeah, 1911 forum places like that. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. I go back to my original statement. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Well, I was thinking about sending this one to Wilson and having some work done to it, but yeah. I, I've been hesitant because of uh, things that I've been hearing about him, and I'm like, man, am I just waiting for mine to start what, breaking? Wait, down? wait, you're you're you're, you're concerned about. Are you hearing things about Wilson too? No, absolutely not. But I was oh. going to—I was wondering, would it be worth it to send this gun to Wilson, or should I buy something else and maybe send that off? Well, if the option is uh, having one gun or two, I know which one I'm going to go with. I'm going with two guns. Yeah. I'm going to get—I'm going to get a new gun, and then if you want to send one to Wilson and have them do some super duper tricking out because they do really, really nice work there. Uh, there's a reason that their guns are $2,500 and up, uh, because they're really nice. But while your gun is away, you ought to have something else. So, you know, you may, here's a, here's a project. Try this. Now, look, Kimber can make a gun any way you want it, but here's what, you may want to do this since you have an interest in Wilson. Let's play with this one. Get yourself a fairly stock Kimber from them and then just send it to Wilson and have them sprinkle all their magic pixie dust all over it and make it the way you want it. Now you've got your project gun and you never had to let go of the one that you have now, which you know works. Okay. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, look, it's my job here to spend everyone else's money. That's what I'm all about here. <laughs> so, You're going to get I, a call from my wife. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, she can talk, call my wife and my wife will tell her what she tells all wives. I told you so. I told you if you hang around with my husband, it's going to cost you money. I, I, I'm, I swear, I cannot tell you how many times she's told people, said, you're going to buy guns, you're going to buy an airplane, you're going to buy a boat, you're going to buy cameras. Yes, because I'm all about the toys. All right, listen, John, I, w- I wish you luck with that one. Let's talk to Steen on line two. He's out of Bossier City, Louisiana. Hello, Steen. Hey, Tom, how you doing? I'm good. Great. Um, AR-15 versus an AR-10. Pros, cons? Well... One has a bigger hole in the barrel than the other. Right. <laughs> I mean, let's start off with that. Are you familiar with the difference between the two? Not that much. I've just seen them okay. at the local store. AR-10s, generally speaking, are uh, 308s. AR-15s are 223s. Okay. I mean, that's in a broad sense. Now, you can get them in other calibers. They are 15s come in a lot of different calibers, and et cetera, et cetera. But generally speaking, the Armalite AR-10 is a 308. So I guess the question is, what do you want? What are you trying to do? What, what are you looking for here? Um, well, the AR-10, it just seems a little beefier of a gun. Yeah, it's a bigger gun. It shoots a bigger caliber. It's a bigger cartridge. It, it, it has to be beefier to... When you build a gun, you start with the cartridge or cartridges that it's going to accommodate. The AR-15 
was designed around the 223 or the 556 cartridge. So they started with that size cartridge, and then they built the receiver around that, and everything flowed out from that. The AR-10 was built around the 308 cartridge, which is a bigger cartridge, a uh, larger diameter for the whole thing. So they had to build it larger. So that's, yeah, you're right. Your impression is exactly correct. It's a beefier gun. I will say this. As much as I like AR-15s, and I like them a lot, uh, the AR-10s are a hoot and a half. And if you have an interest in one and you have a way to, I guess here's the real question is, do you have a source where you can get one now? That's a real good question there. There's a, a local store here has one, but they've got it in the 243 caliber. They don't have it in the 308. And um, well, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with 243. Um, but you know, you know what you ought to do, and I haven't done this. Go to check out uh, the, the uh, AR10. Do a little research on it. See if you can get a replacement upper for that in the 308. Because you could swap out, you can get the 243 and then you can get an upper, which is basically the barrel assembly, drop right. it on. Now you've got a 243 or a 308. Because of course, as you and I both know, the 243 is not, the cartridge is nothing more than a 308 neck down from 30 caliber to 24 caliber. Okay. Uh, would it, is the AR-10 is, could, it, could you use it as a hunting rifle? Absolutely. Check your local regs about, and I'm not sure what the regs are, about magazine capacity. In some states, uh, they'll say five rounds or fewer, so you couldn't use a 10 or a 20-round magazine. But other than that, absolutely, you can use you know, a 243 or a .308. It would be a, a, an absolutely fine hunting gun. Not a problem at all. All right. So it's dual purpose. There you go. Listen, I wish you luck with it. I uh, let me. I want to get Jerry in here before we go. Jerry's in uh, Arkansas before we hit the bottom of the hour here. Hey, Jerry. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Okay, good. Um, power ordinance, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent? Yes. They're good. <laughs> good. They're good, they're bad, they're ugly, they're indifferent. Um, it all depends. What are you looking at? I was look, I was, I've been seeing these ads for the GI expert, uh-huh. and I'm intrigued by them. I mean, I was wanting to step up to a 45. I currently carry a 9mm now, and uh, I was just kind of curious about their products in general are? Generally speaking, their products are quite good. Look, they've been making 1911s for a long time. Um, they've got, oh, and I, am, I can't believe it, I've just pulled a total brain fade. They've got a trigger mechanism, and I can't remember, uh, LDA. The LDA, yeah. yeah. Light double action. Uh, it is crazy good. Okay. I well, like it. I'm not interested in that one. I'm just okay. you're, you're, standard. Okay, I'm looking at the, uh, the uh, GI expert, which is... You know, the only thing about that, and I guess you already know this, it has the standard GI-type sights, right? which I hate. Okay. I've got a gun with those on it. Uh, oh. In fact, I, my first competition I ever did with a pistol was with a forty-five with those sights. It is amazing I even hit the planet Earth with that thing. Well, I was going to swap those out for a set of Trigicon tritium knives. There you go. Now we're talking. Okay. As long as you've got that figured out. Now, you know, here's the other thing that's interesting. You may or may not be aware. Para, of course, has always made its guns in Canada. Right. They are in the process of building a plant in South Carolina. They're moving to the U.S. Yeah. uh, Which I think is smart because there's a a chance that the new administration may put some... Right. Controls on importation of guns, and if they're made here, then they can get, you know, uh, they'll be compliant, as we say, with that. I, look, I, I have uh, a couple of pair ordinances. Mm-hmm. 
I like them. I think they work fine. It, it, but look, it's a 1911. Right. It, I mean, it's, it's a 1911. The other thing is, um, if it doesn't work, Number one, they'll make it right. Number two, there are hundreds of gunsmiths who can work on 1911s. Absolutely. Uh, are you going to get, uh, and you like the 45, I take it? Yeah, well, I was looking for a bigger rock to throw if I need to throw a rock. <laughs> well, I never heard anybody who has ever been in a situation where he or she had to use a gun for self-defense say, I wish I had a smaller gun. Uh, what, what's your background in shooting? I used to shoot a National Guard pistol. Now, the reason I, I chose a 9mm because we was already shooting M9s, and I switched from a CZ-75 to a SIG-228 because that was the other alternative pistol to shoot. In the right, Mexican, right. Because Army CID uses them as US M11. Oh, look, look, with your background, you're home free. You get this gun, fix it up the way you want, because you're not going to leave it stock anyway, I know. Uh, fix it up the way you want, and I think the pair is going to fix you up, and be, it'll be just fine. Look, they make good guns just as I keep, I know it gets redundant. I, I keep saying everybody's making good guns. Uh, Jerry, listen, I appreciate that. Let me quickly get Ken in Salt Lake City before we have to run. Hey, Ken, how you doing? Doing good, Tom. You got me reloading here with one hand and a phone in the other hand here. Good deal. Uh, we, we got about 45 seconds for you. For Jump into it. Taurus. Uh, can't beat them. For the money, you cannot beat them. Had a gun show here at Southtown Expo. A buddy of mine called me when his wife was going down there yesterday. Meet us down there. Couldn't find a place to park. Could not Ooh. find a place to park. Yeah, that's, I'm getting that report everywhere right now. Gun shows are full of people. People are buying guns left and right. Could it be, and I thank you for your call again, could it be that people have actually figured this deal out? Could it be that how they got moving now when they should have been moving before the election? But be it as it may, give me a call, 866-TALK-GUNS. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? A lot of people in the gun stores, in the gun shows. You buy anything? 866-TALK-GUNS. Welcome to Tom Gresham's Gun Talk. Where a right is always a right, not a privilege. Hey, welcome back. I'm so glad you could be with us. And look, do me a favor. Tell your friends and neighbors about Gun Talk. Tell them that you know, we're here. Uh, of course, you can listen live on the radio station you're listening on now. We're streaming on the Internet. You can go to GunTalk.com. You can figure out where the podcasts are. Pick it up on the satellites later on. It's on the XM and Sirius. Uh, and basically, just spread the word. And as I said before, if you're listening on a radio station, please call the station and tell them thank you. We are very quick to complain. We tend to be slow to say thanks or give out attaboys, and that's our fault. We, we, sh- we should behave better than that. The other thing I wanted to mention to you is if, if you want to know how to shoot better, if you want to get more information about shooting and guns, we put together, and we put an awful lot of work into it. I think it shows. I think you'll like it if you haven't been there. A, a website with videos, hundreds and hundreds of videos, called Gun Talk TV. It's guntalk.tv. TV on the internet, just go there and you can watch a gazillion 
videos, everything from how to shoot trap, how to shoot skeet, how to sight in a rifle with only two shots, uh, you know, 9mm versus 45, what kind of holsters to get. Uh, it goes on and on and on, how to get started in shooting. So whether you're an expert or a beginner, Gun Talk TV, I think will... I think you're going to find that it's a pretty cool place. We're, we've had a ton of fun putting it together. In fact, I just saw we just put up some new ones there this week. Uh, we did a tour of the Smith & Wesson plant and have uh, Roy Jinks, the Smith & Wesson historian, giving us some history. Very, very cool stuff. I mean, would you believe that uh, Dan, their original design, one of the original designs from Dan Wesson was a lever-action pistol which didn't get made, but which ended up getting purchased by his new employer, a shirt maker named Oliver Winchester. <laughs> yeah, the Winchester lever action. The Winchester, which became the Henry repeating arms, which became the Winchester, was originally created by Wesson of Smith & Wesson. It is, it's, it's really interesting. Go to Gun Talk TV, GunTalk.TV. We've got the information there for you. Pretty neat story. Let's go talk to Bill on line four. He's out of Kansas. What's happening in the flat state, Bill? Hey, uh, weather's not too bad here today. Good deal. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I have two questions for you. One is on the, uh, uh, I don't get your show anymore on the outdoor channel. I wanted to know what channel you're on oh the uh, the tv show personal defense tv is on yeah. the sportsman channel and also on the pursuit network so check do you get uh do you have satellite or cable i have cable check with your cable company and see if they get the sportsman's channel sportsman channel or the pursuit network because that's where uh, personal defense tv is running now okay and i wanted to ask you about these uh I've heard there's about 10 states trying to get this ammo bill through. Yeah, that's the ammo bill where they where they're going to register ammo or something. I, I keep getting the emails on that, and I keep telling everybody, knock it off. Everybody's they're scaring each other over something that's not going anywhere. This this is this is a nothing burger. It ain't happening. I, I hope you're right. I really well, do. you know, I hate to see us squander our resources on something that's not a threat while somebody is kicking in the door from the other direction. And what we need to be working on right now is contacting our senators in the next three days and telling them to oppose the nomination, the appointment of Eric Holder for attorney general. He's an anti-gunner. He's a longtime anti-gunner. And having Eric Holder as the attorney general would be a disaster, I think, for gun ownership. And we've got to be calling our uh, senators right now and telling them, I want you to block this nomination. So, anyway, listen, I appreciate the call, Bill. Let me uh, keep running here. I want to talk to Keith on, too. He's out of Texas. Something about a big rifle. Hey, Keith. Uh, it's not a big rifle. It's just a three oh eight, but it's a oh. DSA SA-58. Okay. And uh, I, it was built in uh, Lake Barrington, Illinois, and it's uh, patterned after the FNSAL. And uh, it's, cool. got, it's, it's got a, a bull barrel on it. And I, when I bought the rifle, I also went on Cheaper Than Dirt or somebody and bought a whole bunch of 308 ammo. Aren't you well, smart? Boy, you're looking real smart now, aren't you? Well, it's 147 grain. And once I got the rifle, I found out that it was built with a 1 in 10 twist. Mm, that should not be a problem. Well, it, it just doesn't seem like that 147-grain bullet is as, as steady as it is whenever I get a 180-grain in it. You mean, you're talking about it's not as accurate? 
Well, it I guess the, seem the, like it is. Well, let me ask you a question. Is the rifle accurate with other ammunition? Yeah, I used a uh, uh, Remington ammunition, I believe. Or I can't remember what it was, but it was 170-something. It doesn't matter. Stop thinking. Don't talk to me about the bullet weight anymore. I just want to yeah. know about, I just want to know, is the rifle accurate with other ammunition? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was okay. shooting uh, uh, at 200 yards, no problem with another ammunition. Okay. It's it's probably not, and the ammo you bought was military surplus, right? It, it was uh, Silver Bear, yeah. Yeah. Well, you just got some, you, the ammo you got is not accurate. It's not a case of the bullet weight. Yeah. The, the bullet weight's not the issue. You just got some, look, what you got is some great practice ammo. And you've got uh, a way to make empty cases that you can reload. Okay. But don't, I, it's, it's not it's not a case. You can shoot 150-grain bullets in that gun, and I'll bet it's going to be quite accurate. It's not going to be a problem. So okay. I, I just I don't think you've got an issue there, uh, other than the fact that your ammo is not very good. Yeah, go ahead, real quick. A comparison between the uh, FNSLP and a Benelli M4? Don't know. Uh, have, don't know? Nope, don't know. You'll have to get somebody else to help you out on that one. Uh, maybe somebody can call in and, and fill you in. But I don't know uh, how to compare those two, actually. 866-TALK-GUNS, 866-TALK-GUNS. I'm Tom Gresham. Be right back. This portion of Gun Talk is brought to you by Harrington and Richardson, H&R 1871, America's single-shot experts. Hunting is an ancient and respected tradition, and the skilled and self-confidence single-shot hunter represents the pinnacle of that tradition. For generations, Harrington and Richardson has contributed to the success of that hunter. When one shot has to count, hunters count on Harrington and Richardson, H&R 1871. When you finally know what you want in a 1911, it's time to step up to a Springfield Armory custom-loaded 1911A1. These babies come with the works. Starting with the time-proven 1911, these pistols include many of the high-end features that make Springfield the 1911 of choice for the country's most demanding users, like the FBI's elite SWAT teams and hostage rescue team. Features include Novak low-mount tritium sights, beaver tail grip safety, titanium firing pin adjustable speed trigger, ILS integral lock system, loaded chamber indicator, and much more. Of course, every custom-loaded 1911 comes with the exclusive Springfield Armory limited lifetime warranty. With Springfield Armory, you can have it your way. Pick a full-size, mid-size, or micro-compact custom-loaded Springfield from the extensive list of models, calibers, and options. Call 1-800-680-6866 or visit SpringfieldArmory.com. Someone once compared sporting plays playing golf with a shotgun. When was the last time golf was this exciting? Every station offers a different challenge, but they all have one thing in common. The action is fast, and you have to earn every broken target. Not what you expected? Then give shooting a try. Find out how, where to get started, and much more at huntandshoot.org. 
Eight shooters. Taurus does it again. This time they've recreated the most famous gallery gun of all time. The Winchester Model 62 Pump Action 22 Rim Fire. Only now it's even better. Sure, the Taurus Model 62 has a classic corncob 4N great wood to metal fit and a takedown action, but now it has a more reliable feeding mechanism, button rifling for accuracy, and the built-in Taurus security system. Check out the Taurus Model 62 and the Model 72 in 22 Magnum at TAURUSUSA.com. Your AR-15 should be a sound investment, and Stag Arms has you covered. Made from forged aircraft-quality aluminum, Stag is one of the most durable and dependable rifles in the world. Makers of the only true left-handed carbine, Stag Arms has been tested and battle-proven by elite SWAT teams. Every component is made in the USA, so you get the highest quality, whether left or right-handed. Each Stag Arms rifle carries a lifetime warranty, too. Call 860-229-9994 or go online at stagarms.com. Back to Gun Talk. Tom Gresham here. Our number is 866-TALK-GUNS. Yep. Uh, let's see. As of yesterday. Now, you are legal if you have a concealed carry permit to go into the national park in your state. The national park, the rules have changed. Now, if you have a carry permit, you can carry in there. And, of course, we're getting columns all over the country. People say, this is terrible. This is awful. The one that I read that I frankly enjoyed the most was a press release from... Some group of former Park Service employees, and the best they could come up with was, well, how would you feel if you knew that there were people around you who had guns? And they said this like two or three times. Well, well, how would how would you feel if you had your children with you and you you found out there were people who were carrying concealed guns near you? I um. I read that and I went, well, don't you understand that those same people are carrying guns next to you in the mall right now and in the restaurant and in the parking lot and in, and in the, you know, the same people who are behaving properly, who are responsible, who are safe, millions and millions of people who have carry permits are currently carrying next to you, and you're unaware of it because they're behaving correctly. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure this thing out. Um, I guess, excuse me while I take a little sip of water here. Oh, that's going to be a lot better. Thank you. Um, I, I guess the deal is you'd have never been aware that concealed carry is legal and that millions of people have carry permits and that... This is not going to change anything in the national parks other than allow people to prevent the rapes that happen in national parks, the murders, the abductions, the assaults, the robberies that happen in national parks because the national park rangers can't be there with you all the time. People will behave just the same in national parks as they do outside, whether they are criminals or whether they are the good guys with the carry permits who have been fingerprinted, who have been photographed, who have had a background check done, who have had training, who have paid hundreds of dollars for this permit. They're not going to jeopardize it. Why would anybody, why would anybody think 
that a person who has been, been behaving correctly for years is suddenly, upon stepping onto a National Park Service grounds, going to go crazy. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Let's go to Roland, Oklahoma, on line three, where Greg has joined us. Hey, Greg, you're on Gun Talk. Hello, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Hey, I've got a question. Um, over the years, I purchased various brands of ammunition, some of S&B, some as Wolf, uh, various ones. But anyway, some of these are steel-jacketed bullets. And my question is, what is the correlation of steel-jacketed versus the gilding metal of increased or accelerated barrel wear? Realistically, from a pure scientific standpoint, yes, there's probably some additional wear. From a do-we-care standpoint, probably not. The uh, what, what caliber? Uh, 223 and 308 mostly. Yeah. You're going to be really hard-pressed to shoot out a barrel right. on one of those. Uh, you're probably in the 10,000 round range to shoot out a barrel. Uh, not that it's not possible. certainly is. But when you shoot out a barrel, what happens is the accuracy starts degrading, and that's generally an issue of the hot gases from the burning powder that erode. They actually wash out uh, the throat of the chamber, the part where the bullet moves from the cartridge into the barrel, and it's this hot gas barrel erosion that causes a loss of accuracy, not the actual contact of the bullet inside the barrel. So it's really not a. I wouldn't major worry about worry. it. I would not worry. I would shoot that stuff, and I would save my brass. That, that's about all I would do as far as worrying about it. Okay. Well, thank you very much. All right. Appreciate it, Greg. Let's uh, talk. Go to uh, Houston, Texas. Mohammed is on line one. Hello, Mohammed. How you doing? Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Hey, I just uh, basically wanted to ask you. Uh, I basically have no experience whatsoever with guns, never held one, never fired one. And okay. uh, I've been considering getting a, a concealed handgun uh, license. Okay. And I just basically wanted to find out where do I start as far as getting information on what to look for, where to go for practice, licensing, and all of that stuff. It's a great question. And, and look, if we get to the commercial break, which we're going to, can you hold over with us? Because I'd like to talk to you about this. Sure. Uh, okay. You're in one of those places, it's a really good place. Uh, it may not feel like it because you're saying, I don't know anything. But right. that's actually not a bad place to be because the, what, what that means is you don't have any bad habits. Uh, <laughs> you have not been yeah. polluted with a lot of bad information. And trust me, uh, as with a lot of hobbies, but maybe more than some in shooting, there's a lot of bad information and old wives' tales that get tossed out. You have the opportunity to get training, to start fresh and do it right. Um, let me do this. I'm going to give you one place uh, to start off with. Then we're going to go to a break because it's coming up on us. But I really would like to talk our way through this, okay? Uh, the one place I'm going to start you off with is my website where we have hundreds of firearms training videos. It's Gun Talk TV, guntalk.tv. And you can take a look. I mean, this kind of takes you from this is a gun and starts you from there. What's the difference between a shotgun and a rifle, uh, an auto loader and a revolver? But we'll, I'll tell you what, hold on a second, Mohammed. When we come back, we'll pick this up and we'll go a little bit further. Starting somebody out from scratch is actually an opportunity. 866 Talk Guns.
right, welcome back to Gun Talk. We're talking with Muhammad, who wants to get into shooting, uh, wants to get a concealed carry permit. Uh, Muhammad, let me let me run through first a few things. Uh, number one, uh, you're older than 21 years old, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, do you have? Can you legally own a gun? Do you know that? Because yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm making that assumption, but I just want to check off all the boxes here. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No problem then. Uh, here's my suggestion. Um, rather than saying, I'm, first of all, be careful about who you use for your sources of information. Friends may be shooters, but may not know the answers. And actually, unfortunately, people behind the counter at gun stores are full of opinions. Uh, I would say half of them are factually wrong or just flat stupid. So I, I don't go to gun stores for information. A firearms trainer is where you need to be, a firearms okay. class. Um, and before you take the Texas, you're in Texas, so the, before you take the Texas handgun, uh, concealed handgun class, I would suggest you identify an instructor who teaches the class uh-huh. and, and talk to him or her, whichever it may be, and say, look, I'd like to buy a couple of hours with you out at the range. Could I get a couple of hours of lesson? And what I want you to do is bring several of your handguns out and just get me started. I know nothing about it because you're perfect. You are an instructor's dream because they can actually say, okay, this is how you hold a gun without you starting off with it wrong. They can say, this is how you operate the trigger. And a good instructor, and I'm not making this up, in 45 minutes will have you hitting the target consistently and well and feeling comfortable about it. It, it is a thing of beauty. Because you you are at the golden perfect place to be, no kidding. So I mean, you, you're you're in a good place here. Um, you and I know that you can find a. Um, in fact, just call a gun store and say, "Look, who teaches uh, concealed carry?" And they'll give you the names of several instructors. And then I would just call some of them and say, "Look, here's what I want to do. I want to get my carry permit, but I know I'm not ready for that yet. What I want to do is go out to the range. I don't. I want to get started right." And, you know, could I buy a couple of hours of your time? And they'll say, well, sure, and set that up. And honestly, that's the way to go, man. Don't even buy a gun. Don't do anything until you've done that. No, yeah, that that sounds like a great idea. And as far as, you know, buying some time from an instructor, do you know about approximately where do they range per hour or whatnot? You know, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know what they're costing. And, you know, you may want to call two or three of them and say, what would you charge me for a couple of hours out there and do a little comparison shopping? You know, okay, and there, so I mean, the source and there, you said was uh, talkguns.tv, uh, right? It's uh, guntalk.tv. Gun yeah, guntalk.tv. And they'll get you set up with your hearing protection and, you know, you got to have uh, earplugs and, you know, eye protection, all that. But the instructor, just tell them, I don't have anything. And they'll bring everything you need, okay? Sounds good. All right, good appreciate luck with it, that. Mohammed. I appreciate that. Uh, what a neat deal. Somebody to start off absolutely fresh. It's, uh, and it's an instructor's dream because they're usually having to spend part of their time to undo the bad habits. Uh, by the way, the, uh, looks like the Washington Post just picked up on this Eric Holder thing. They are uh, talking about a lot of people are getting behind this idea of we've got to stop Eric Holder from, got to 
prevent him from becoming the next attorney general. If you haven't done it yet or if you are just joined us, uh, go to the website firearmscoalition.com, firearmscoalition.org, correct, dot .org, uh, Jeff Knox's place, and he has all the instructions on what you need to do. This guy is not a friend of gun owners, and for have him as the attorney general, and that hearing is this week, so we got to move real fast on this. That hearing is this week. To have him as the attorney general threatens all gun owners. I mean, he's already said, you don't have a right to own a gun. It's his position that only the government has a right to own a gun. What kind of attorney general is that? What's Obama thinking? So check it out, firearmscoalition.org. In the meantime, visit our website, guntalk.com, guntalk.tv. Take somebody shooting. Next week, we're live from the SHOT Show. This is Tom Gresham's Gun Talk.